this morning the Lord will do something new and something marvelous for you. Shout hallelujah. I want us to lift up our voice and begin to worship the King of Kings. Let's begin to worship the ancient of days for this opportunity he has given to us to be at his presence again this morning. Father we thank you. Lord we exhort you. We thank you for every members of our family we thank you for our nation. We thank you for our leaders. Father, we say be glorified and be exalted. In the name of Jesus. I want us to thank God for all that he has done for us from the beginning of this month. Even from the beginning of this year. Father, we exalt your name. We give you all the glory. We give you all the honor for daily protection, for daily preservation, and for daily provisions that we enjoy from your presence. Father, we say be glorified and be exalted. In the name of Jesus, open your mouth. Give him thanks this morning. Give him thanks for every member of your family. Give him thanks for, for, for the nation. Give him thanks for the leaders. Lord, we say be glorified and be exalted. In the name of Jesus. In Jesus' mighty name, we have worshipped. <clears throat> I want us to lift up our voice unto God this morning. 
and say, Lord, I am here again at your presence. Lord, let me receive your mercy in the name of Jesus. Open your mouth. By your mercy, do something new and do something marvelous for me this morning. In the name of Jesus, Lord, we pray that this morning you will be merciful unto us. In the name of Jesus, forgive us all our sins, oh God, by your mercy. In the name of Jesus, by your mercy, let every closed doors be opened. In the mighty name of Jesus, by your mercy, do something new and something marvelous for us. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. I want us to lift up our voice, record the crown to God, and say, My Father, this morning, by the power and the blood of Jesus, let me be sanctified and be purged. In the name of Jesus, open your mouth, open your mouth. Begin to plead the blood. This morning, we plead the blood of Jesus for total sanctification and purging of our spiritual and body. In the name of Jesus, let any form of defilement in our spiritual and body be flushed out by the power of the blood. In the name of Jesus, Lord, this morning, let every satanic works be destroyed in our family, in our homes, by the power of the blood. In the name of Jesus, we, we break every causes, we break every evil covenant working against our lives by the power of the blood. In the name of Jesus, we cancel every negative dreams of the night by the power of the blood. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Very quickly, I want us to do our prophetic prayers. I want us to open our Bible to, to the book of Galatians chapter 5. We are going to do two verses, verses 16 and verse uh, 25. Verses 16 and 25. Galatians chapter 5, verse 16. The Bible said, This I say then, walk in the Spirit, and ye shall not fulfill the lust of the flesh. Walk in the spirit, and you shall not fulfill the lust of the flesh. And look at verse 25. If we live in the spirit, let us also walk in the spirit. Let us also walk in the spirit. Now, we want to pray that God will help us to begin to walk in the spirit. Paul was speaking again in Galatians chapter 6 verse 8. He said, for he that soweth to his flesh. Look at that. He that soweth to his flesh shall of the flesh reap corruption. But he that soweth to the spirit shall of the spirit reap life everlasting. I want us to lift up our voice. We are going to cry out to God and say, My Father, give me the grace to begin to walk and to live in the spirit. In the name of Jesus. Open your mouth, open your mouth. The grace to begin to walk and to begin to live in the spirit lord release this grace upon us in the name of jesus open your mouth crown to god for the grace the grace to live and to walk in the spirit the grace to live and to walk in the spirit let the grace be released upon us in the mighty name of jesus kapalima sinikapolia the grace to live and to walk in the spirit release this grace upon us in the name of jesus in Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. I want us to lift up our voice. We are going to crown to God and say, My Father, let every manifestation of the works of the flesh in my life be crucified. Not crucified, put to death. Put to death every manifestation of the works of the flesh in our lives, O oh God. 
In the name of Jesus, open your mouth, open your mouth. Manifestation of anger, manifestation of lie, manifestations of the flesh in our lives. Let them be put to death in the name of Jesus. I want somebody to cry to God and say, Lord, put to death the manifestations of the works of the flesh in my life. In the name of Jesus, let anger be put to death. Let lust be put to death. Let malice be put to death. Let idolatry be put to death. Open your mouth. Open your mouth. Let hatred be put to death. In the name of Jesus. Masota Likapa, every manifestations of the works of the flesh in our life, Lord, let them be put to death in Jesus' mighty name. We have prayed. I want you to lift up your voice. You are going to crown to God and say, My Father, Lord, this morning, take control of my life from, from the flesh. Take the control of my life away from the flesh. That's why, you know, for us to walk in the spirit, it means. We are going to depend on the power of Holy Spirit to direct us in all our ways. But when we are working in the flesh, what that means is that we are allowing our flesh to dictate to us what we should do, the way we should go. And that's why I want us to pray this prayer. I say, my father this morning, take away the control of our life, away from the flesh, and let your Holy Spirit begin to control me. Let your Holy Spirit begin to lead me. In the name of Jesus, open your mouth, open your mouth. Masota Likapa. Lord, this morning, take away the controls of our life, away from the flesh, and let us be led, let us be guided by your Holy Ghost. In the name of Jesus, Lord, fill us with the power of Holy Ghost. Lord, fill us with the power of Holy Ghost. Baptize us with the power of Holy Ghost. We want to overcome the flesh. We want to walk in dominion over the flesh. Lord, take away the controls of our lives from this flesh and let your Holy Spirit begin to lead us. Let your Holy Spirit begin to control us. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. I want us to lift up our voice and say, My Father, let every power that has been assigned to hinder my spiritual growth and my work with you. I want you to know that to, 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 to work with God, to work in the, in the Spirit and to live in the Spirit, it's, it's something that God des- desire and demand from us. But, but the devil also always wants to work against us. Because he knows that when we begin to walk in the Spirit, when we begin to live in the Spirit, we are going to grow automatically. And that's why sometimes the devil, we assign some powers. Sometimes the devil, we assign some demon to hinder our work with God. I want us to lift up our voice and say, My Father, let every power that has been assigned to limit my spiritual growth and my work with you. Let the power be terminated this morning. In the name of Jesus, open your mouth, open your mouth, open your mouth. Masotali kapa. Every power, every demon, every agent that has been assigned to, to limit our spiritual growth and our work with you. Lord, this morning, terminate that power. Open your mouth, terminate that power. We want to grow spiritually. We want to walk in the spirit. We want to walk with you the same way Enoch walked with you. 
the same way Abraham walked with you, the same way Noah walked with you. Father, in the name of Jesus, help us to walk with you, help us to grow. In the name of Jesus, every satanic power, every satanic spirit that have been assigned to hinder our work with you or to hinder our spiritual growth this morning, let the power be terminated by fire. In the name of Jesus, in Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. I want us to open our mouth. We are going to crown to God and say, My Father, let me begin to enjoy the blessings and the benefits of walking in the spirit oh my god there is a lot of blessing that we enjoy when we walk in the spirit when we live in the spirit when we don't allow the flesh to control us there are a lot of blessings there are a lot of benefits i want us to pray and say my father from this morning henceforth let me begin to enjoy the blessings and the benefit of walking and living in the spirit in the name of jesus open your mouth open your mouth when you walk in the spirit, when you live in the spirit, you will be guided by the spirit. When you walk in the spirit, you will always have joy. When you walk in the spirit, the spirit will give you comfort. When you walk in the spirit, the spirit will lead you against the will of the devil. I want you to lift up your voice and say, My father, let me begin to enjoy the benefit and the blessing of walking in the spirit. In the name of Jesus, the blessing of joy, the blessing of divine guidance. Let us begin to enjoy it. In the name of Jesus, open your mouth even from this morning henceforth as we go out help us to begin to enjoy the benefit of walking and living in the spirit. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Everlasting Father, we thank you. Lord, this morning as we go again to your word, Holy Spirit, minister unto us. In the name of Jesus, let every veil of confusion be removed and be cast away from us. In the name of Jesus, Lord, give us understanding of your word. In the name of Jesus, every contrary spirit that always hinder us from understanding the word. Lord, this morning, let, their, let, let that spirit be terminated by fire. In the name of Jesus, Holy Spirit, come and teach us. Holy Spirit, come and explain and expand your word unto us. In the name of Jesus Christ. Father, we thank you because you have done it. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Let somebody shout hallelujah. I want us to open our Bible to the book of Judges chapter 2. We started working on chapter 2. And uh, we're going to pick it up from where we stopped. Judges chapter 2. <clears throat> we're going to read verses uh, 10. Uh, maybe we should read it to verse 23. Judges chapter 2 is going to be a quick read from verse 10 to 23. Judges, the book of Judges chapter 2 from verse uh, 10 to 23. I'm going to do a quick read. The Bible says, When all that generation had been gathered to their fathers, another generation arose after them who did not know the Lord nor the work which he had done for Israel. Verse 11. Then the children of Israel did evil in the sight of the Lord and served Baal. And they forsook the Lord God of their fathers who had brought them out of the land of Egypt. And they followed other gods from among the gods of the people who were all around them. And they bowed down to them, and they provoked the Lord to anger. Verse 13. 
they forsook the Lord and sat by and the asteroids. And the hand of the Lord was out against Israel. So he delivered them into the hands of the plunders, who despoiled them, and he sold them into the hands of their enemies all around, so that they could no longer stand before their enemies. Verse 15. Whenever I mean, wherever they went out, the hand of the Lord was against them for calamity. I pray for somebody. The hand of the Lord will not be against you for evil. In the name of Jesus, as the Lord has said, and as the Lord has sworn to them, and they were greatly distressed. Verse 16, nevertheless, nevertheless, the Lord raised up judges who delivered them out of the hands of those who plundered them, yet they would not listen to their judges. But they played the lot with other gods, small gods, and bowed down to them. They turned quickly from the way in which their fathers walked in obeying the commandment of the Lord. They did not do so. Verse 18. And when the Lord raised up judges for them, the Lord was with them, the Lord was with the judge and delivered them out of the hands of their enemies all the days of the judge. For the Lord was moved to pity by their groaning because of those who oppressed them and harassed them. Verse 19, And it came to pass, when the judge was dead, that they reverted and behaved more corruptly than their fathers by following other gods to serve them and bow down to them. They did not cease from their own doings, nor from their stubborn way. Verse 20, Then the anger of the Lord was hot against Israel, and he said, Because this nation has transgressed my covenant which I commanded their fathers and has not heeded my voice, I also will no longer drive out before them any of the nations which Joshua left when he died, so, so that through them I may test Israel, whether they will keep the ways of the Lord to walk in them as their fathers kept them or not. Verse 23, the last verse. Therefore the Lord left those nations without driving them out immediately. Nor did he deliver them into the hands of Joshua. May, be, may the Lord bless the readings of his word in the name of Jesus. Now that, that was a long passage. But what I want to do this morning is to... Uh, I'm, go, I'm just going to uh, give an introduction uh, into this long passage. And then... Uh, week after week, we will be able to digest and go through it. And this morning, I want to exhort us on what I've titled, The Generation That Do Not Know Their God. The Generation That Do Not Know God or That Do Not Know Their God. Now, if you go back to that Judges chapter 2 verse 10, the Bible says, when all that generation had been gathered to their father, what that means is that after they died, have been gathered to their fathers, another generation arose after them who did not know the Lord. That's the first thing the Bible said, they did not know the Lord, nor the work which he had done for Israel. Another generation arose which did not know the Lord. Now, I want us to know that it is very, very important that we should know the Lord and that our children and our grandchildren and our great-grandchildren and generations after us should know the Lord. That's the will of God. That's the plan of God. That's the purpose of God. That we ourselves, we know the Lord 
and that generation after us will know the Lord. But as for this Israelite, after Joshua died, there, there, there seems to be some problem with them. The Bible said they did not know the Lord, nor the works which he had done. No, the, the Lord has done so many works in the midst of the Israelites. For example, he, he brought them out of the land of Egypt. He made them, you know, he made them to go through the Red Sea on a dry land. These are part of the works of the Lord. The Lord fed them for 40 years in the wilderness. These are part of the works of the Lord. The Lord, you know, rained manna for them. The Lord was the one that was doing their laundry. The Bible said their clothes did not wear out, nor their sandals. Throughout the journey of the 40 years, God was providing for all their needs. But the Bible says the generation that came out from the wilderness and that entered into the promised land after they died, the generation after them did not know the Lord. It is very, very important that we know the Lord. Now, the Bible was talking about the sons of Eli in 1 Samuel chapter 2, verse 12. The Bible says, Now the sons of Eli were sons of Belial. They knew not the Lord. Look at that. They knew not the Lord. The book of Job 21, verse 14. The Bible said, Therefore, they say unto God, Depart from us. Do you know that there are some generations that, you know, that said, Depart from us. We don't need, we don't need God. Therefore, they say unto God, Depart from us. For, for, for we desire not the knowledge of thy ways. Look at that. For we desire not the knowledge of thy ways. And let me tell you this. Any generation that reject the word of God, any generation, any people that reject the word of God, they will never know God. How do we know God? We know God by his word. And then we can also know God by his works. That's why the Bible says, in that Judges chapter 2 verse 10, the Bible says, There arose another generation after the generation of Joshua who did not know the Lord, maybe from his word, nor the work which he had done for, for them or for Israel. We know God by his word, then we also know God by his works, by his works of wonders. We know God. The book of Galatians chapter 4 verse 8, the Bible says, I'll be here then. When ye knew not God, ye did you did serve you did service unto them which by nature are no God. Look at that. Paul was Paul was correcting the, 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 the Galatian church. He said, Why why is it that after you have known God, you, are, you now begin to do service unto other gods, unto other gods which are not the real God? They need not the Lord. In, in, in 2 Thessalonians chapter 1, verse 8, and those that do not know the Lord, a time will come when they will enter into judgment. Look at what 2 Thessalonians chapter 1, verse 8 says. 2 Thessalonians 1, verse 8. The Bible says, In flaming fire, taking vengeance on them that know not God, and that obey not the gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ. People that reject the gospel of Christ, People that reject the message of mercy, the message of salvation, if they die in their sin, they will face the wrath of God. I pray that will not be our portion. That will not be our... And that's why this morning we are going to be praying that our generation and the generation after us, we know the Lord. That we will not lose any members of our family to go to hell. In the name of Jesus. Now, in the book of Judges, there are, three, there are two things I want to mention first and then I will give us the summary. 
There are two things why those generations did not know the Lord. Number one, there was crisis of leadership. Because after Joshua died, they, 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 the nation of Israel, they, they had problem with leadership. They had problem with leadership. When Joshua was in the commander-in-chief in of the armed forces, you know, Joshua led them. He helped them to conquer the land. He helped them to walk in the ways of God. But after Joshua died, there was no leadership for Israel. There was no leadership for them. They, they suffered the problem of leadership. How do I know? Now, the book of Judges, let's, I'm going to show us some of the scripture uh, of how they suffered from the problem of leadership. The book of Judges chapter 17. Judges chapter, chapter 17. And if you read verse, uh, verse 5, I mean verse 6. Judges 17 verse 6, the Bible says, In those days, there was no king in Israel. King talks about leaders. In those days, there was no king in Israel. And everyone did what was right in his own eyes. Look at that. Everyone did what was right in his own eyes. Now, let's, let me, I'm going to show us a couple of more. If you go to Judges chapter 18 verse 1. Judges 18 verse 1, the Bible says, In those days, there was no king in Israel. Look at that. There was no king in Israel. And because of that, everyone did what was right in their own eyes. Judges chapter 19 verse 9, 19 verse 1. Judges 19 verse 1, the Bible says, And it came to pass in those days when there was no king in Israel, that there was a certain Levite staying in the remote mountains of Ephraim. He took for himself a concubine from Bethlehem in Judah. Somebody taking, you know, having concubine. Look at that. Because <laughs> there was no what? There was no king in Israel. Everybody, everyone was just doing whatever they like. Judges 21, Judges 21 verse 25. Judges 21 verse 25. The Bible says, In those days, there was no king in Israel, and everyone did what was right in his own eyes. So, the reason why this generation did not know the Lord was, number one, they have they have the problem with leadership. There was crisis of leadership. And I want us to know that anywhere there is problem with leadership, people will not know the Lord. And that's why we need leaders. We need leaders. We need pastors. We need prophets. We need evangelists. We need teachers of the world. We need the apostle that God has raised as ministry in order to correct the church. Let, 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 let's see that in Ephesians chapter 4. Leadership talks about leadership in the church. Leadership that will that will cheat the word of God. Leadership that will that will point the people to, to the way of God. The book of Ephesians chapter 4, from verse 11, the Bible says, And himself gave some to be pastors, I mean to be apostles, and some prophets, and some evangelists, and some pastors, and some teachers, for the equipping of the saints, for the work of the ministry, for the edifying of the body of Christ, till we all come to the unity of the faith and of the knowledge of the Son of God to a perfect man to the measure of the stature of the fullness of Christ look at that, that we should no longer be children tossed to and fro and carried about with every wind of doctrine by the trickery of men in the cunning craftiness of deceitful plotting anytime there is leadership problem people we not be able to walk in the ways of God. They will be tossed to and fro by every winds of doctrine 
And that was why the nation of Israel, they did not know God because they have problem with leadership. Number two, and that reason why the nation of Israel did not know God, I mean, I'm talking about the generation after Joshua, was because there was, there was crisis and because of the power of leadership, number two, there was the, 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 the consequence of that crisis of leadership is that he stressed faith, he stressed faithfulness to their Lord failed. Because of problem of leadership, number two, he stressed faithfulness to the living God failed. They were no longer faithful to God. They, they have crisis with their faithfulness to God and to his covenant. Faithfulness to God and to his covenant. When there is no leadership, people will not be able to, they will not be able to have a rule over their own life. They won't be able to control themselves. Their, their, their faithfulness to God failed because of the problem of leadership. Apart from the fact that we need the, the, the external leaders, like I mentioned to us, apostles, evangelists, prophets, pastors, and teachers, we also need the, 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 the leading of the Holy Spirit. We need the Holy Spirit to help us so that we, we, we remain faithful to God. When there is no leadership of the Holy Spirit in our life, when there is no leadership of the Holy Spirit, you know, it will make us not to be faithful to God. The reason why many people are not faithful to God today is because they have not allowed the leadership of the Holy Spirit in their life. They do whatever they like. They do whatever their flesh commanded, command them to do. So we need to understand that. And that's why the Bible says the nation of Israel did not know the Lord. And that's why this, our study of the book of Judges is to help us to know the consequence of not having a leaders and to also point us to a better leader. Who is the better leader? Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ. Although the nation of Israel, the Bible says because they don't have leaders, they were doing whatever pleases them, they were doing whatever they, you know, whatever they like, but as far as Jesus is concerned, is the leader that will come, is the king that will come, that will help us to to do what is right in the eyes of God, not what is right in our own, in our own eyes. The book of John chapter 6, John chapter 6, verse 38 to 40. Look at what the Bible talks about Jesus. John chapter 6, 38 to 40. The Bible says, For I have come down from heaven not to do my own will. Look at that. Jesus said when he came down from heaven, he didn't come to fulfill his own will. Not to do my own will, but the will of him who sent me. Look at that. When we, when we allow the, the, the Lordship of Jesus in our life, it will help us to do the will of God. When we allow Jesus to be the king in our life, when we allow the leadership of the Holy Spirit in our life, they will help us to walk in the will of God. And look at verse 39. And this is the will of the Father who sent me, that all that 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 all he has given me i should lose nothing but should raise it up at the last day and look at verse 40 and this is the will of him who sent me that everyone who sees the son and believe in him may have everlasting life and i will raise him up at the last day look at that i will raise him up at the last day in conclusion let me give us some 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 things we are going to 
be studying from the book of Judges as we continue some things. Number one, this and this are this is just summary. Number one, in conclusion, before we go and pray, we see that the, the importance of the, the important connection between Israel's obedience to the covenant and possessions of their inheritance. Because each time they the Israelites disobey God, the Bible says God delivered them to the hands of their enemies. So that, 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 that means number one, we see the importance of Israel's obedience to the covenant and our possession of the land of inheritance. And the same thing is true with us. If we are going to possess our possession in this year, we need to work in covenant obedience to God. Then number two, we see the importance of biblical leadership to promote faithfulness to God's law and to establish the land's rest for, from foreign oppression. We see the importance of biblical leadership to promote faithfulness to God's law and to establish the land's rest from oppression. What, are that, what, what, what am I talking about? I'm talk, what I'm saying is that when, when there is leadership, leadership will help us to remain faithful to God's law and it will help us to, to be established in our land. Many people are not established in their land because there is, leader, there is, there is crisis of leadership. That's why they don't have rest in their life. That's why they have not been able to possess their possession. Number three, we also see the un- unending grace and mercy of God demonstrated by the raising up of faithful judges through whom he rescued and saved his people. In the book of Judges, we see the unending grace and mercy of God. Uh, you know, the Bible says God began to raise for them judges. And through these judges, God was able to deliver them from the hands of their enemies. And this is the work of grace. And do you know this is the same thing that God does for us too? You know, as we go through crises of life, God helps us to, you know, and He deliver us out of those crises. Then number four, we see the trap, the trap of idolatry that, that, that promises freedom but results in oppression and subjugation. We see the trap because each time the, the, the nation of Israel begin to worship the, the idol of Baal, we see that they were they were they, they enter into oppression, they enter into subjugation. And that's why we need to be careful not to allow idolatry. We must not allow anything to take the place of God in our life. Because sometimes people, the reason why some people worship idols uh, or they go for foreign God is because they believe the foreign God will help them. Maybe to solve their problem faster. But each and every time, you know, anyone subject themselves to idolatry, they are actually subjecting themselves to oppression and to subjugation. Then number five, and this is what happened to the nation of Israel in the book of Judges. Number five, we see the corruption of idolatry that twists us into what we falsely worship. The corruption of idolatry. Anytime we worship idols, Anytime we exalt anything above God, it will change our behavior. It will change or twist our belief. That's why we need to be careful. Look at the nation of Israel. Why, why did they worship the, the, the idol of Baal? You know, one of the reasons the, the nation before them, I'm talking about the Canaanite, the, the Hittite, you know, they worship Baal because they believe that Baal will give them rain. 
for them to have good harvest. So the nation of Israel, when they go to their land and they begin to copy what the nations before them were doing, they started worshipping the God of Baal. Because they started believing that God of Baal will give them rain for a good harvest. And that twisted their nature. That twisted their behavior. We need to be careful. Then number six, before we go and pray. We see the power of God to rescue his people from the worst type of sin, which is idolatry and oppression. Idolatry and oppression. We see the power of God to rescue his people. I want us to know that no matter how deep we might be in our trouble, no matter how deep we might be in sin, God's power can deliver. God's power can save. And no wonder the book of Judges is a book that talks about how God's power can rescue people from their sin. And, and, and that is what God did through Jesus Christ. When he sent Jesus Christ to this world, who is the king of kings? Who is, who is a better king? Who is a better judge? He came to deliver us from the power of sin. No wonder the book of 2 Corinthians, before we go and pray, 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 21, the Bible says, For he has made him to be sin for us, who knew no sin that we might be made the righteousness of God in him. He has made him to be sin for us. I want us to know oh, that Jesus Christ is the king that we need right now. We don't need another king that will not that will, that will, that will not be able to point us to God. He's the king that we need. He's the king that the nation of Israel have been waiting for. Because without that king, they will begin to do whatever was good in their own eyes. But once they submit themselves to the Lordship of Jesus, there will be a change, there will be a transformation in every area of our life. That's why this morning we are going to be praying that God will help us and help generation after us to know God. (laughs) Oh my God, we need to pray that our generation will know God, that our children will know God, that children after you know, our, our, our children, I'm talking about our great-grandchildren, that they will know God. I want us to go and pray. We are going to lift up our voice unto God. <laughs> oh my God, oh my God. We are going to pray this morning and say, Lord, help me to know you more and more as the living God. That's the first prayer point. Help me to know you more and more. I want to know you. Lord, help me to know you more and more as the living as the only living and true god in the name of jesus let's open our mouth let's open our mouth let's open our mouth father help us to know you help us to know you more and more in the name of jesus open your mouth oh god help us i want to know you i want us to pray let's pray let's pray this is very very important this is very, very important. The reason why the nation of Israel keep going from trouble and then into deliverance and then into another trouble is because the Bible said they did not know God, nor the work of the Lord. I want us to lift up our voice and say, Lord, I want to know you. Help me to know you more and more as the only living God, as the only true God. In the name of Jesus, in Jesus' mighty name. We have prayed. I want us to pray. We are going to pray and say, Lord, let my children know you as the living God. I want us to pray. It is very, very important. Even if you have any wayward child, we should not neglect them. We should not ignore them. We need to do everything we can do as a parent. 
to make sure that our children will know God. I want us to open our mouth. If we take us to fast, if we take us to discipline ourselves, we need to do everything in our capacity to make sure that our children and the generation after us will know God. We know that's the best legacy. That's the best legacy we can leave behind. I want us to open our mouth and say, My Father, Lord, in the name of Jesus, Lord, let my generation, let and the generation after me, let them know you as the living God. In the name of Jesus, open your mouth, open your mouth, our children, our family members, Lord, let them know you as the only living God. In the name of Jesus, draw them closer unto you. I want us to pray and say, Lord, draw them closer, draw them closer. Lord, draw them closer. Draw them closer. In the name of Jesus. Lord, let our children know you. They will not be wayward. They will not go the way of the world. In the name of Jesus. The devil will not use them as instrument of destruction. In the name of Jesus. Lord, let our children know God. Let our generation know God. And generation after us, let them know God. In the name of Jesus, anyone that we contact with, maybe at our place of work, maybe in the cities where we live, Lord, let them know God. In the name of Jesus, let them know you as the only living God. In Jesus' mighty name. We have prayed. I want us to pray. We are going to pray and say, Lord, help me not to forget your works. Do you, know, do you know the reason why many of us, we walk in unbelief and doubt is because we soon forget the works of God. If God, you know, if God has done this and done that for me in the past, that should create a platform of faith for my future miracles. But what the devil does is that the devil will make us to forget about the works of God. It will make us to forget about the things that God has done for us in the past. And that's why sometimes we are worried. We, we, are, we are anxious in our hearts. Because we have forgotten about what God has done. For, for example, the Israelites, why, 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 they, they should be the nation that should believe in God because they have seen the power of God. They have seen how God plagued the nation of Egypt because of them. They have seen how God dried the, the Red Sea. They walk on the dry on the dry land in the midst of the sea. They have, they have seen how God fed them for 40 years. They didn't have to cook. God was their cook. God was the one supplying all their needs. So why should they forget about that God? I want us to pray. We are going to lift up our voice and say, Lord, help me never to forget your works and your wonders in my life. In the name of Jesus, open your mouth, open your mouth. When, when we begin to trivialize the wonders of God, when we begin to trivialize the works of God in our life, it will make us to forget about God. It will make us to be filled with worry and doubt about what God can do. It will make us to begin to lose sight of the possibilities in God. I want us to lift up our voice and say, Lord, help me not to forget your works and your wonders in my life. In the name of Jesus, open your mouth, open your mouth. Masota Likapa, help our children not to forget about your works and your wonders in their life. In the name of Jesus, Lord, as a family, help us not to forget your works and your wonders. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. I want us to pray. We are going to pray and say, Lord, forgive me of all the sins of idolatry. Yes, yes, idolatry. Now, well, I don't know. 
But eventually we still have anybody that has a small G gods that they bow to. They, 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 you know, people like that, they need to go and throw away that God. Whatever it is, they need to throw it away. Whatever it is that, that is not of God, we have to throw it away. But do you know sometimes we exalt other things above God? Do you know it's possible to exalt our, our career, our ambitions above God? Maybe love for joys, love for things of the world, love for material things. Can, you know, it can make us to exalt things above God. I want us to pray and say, Lord, forgive me of every form of sins of idolatry. In the name of Jesus, open your mouth, open your mouth. Anything we have exalted above you. Lord, we pray for forgiveness. We pray for mercy. Be merciful to us. In the name of Jesus. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. I want us to lift up our, our voice and say, Lord, let everything and anything that I have exalted in my life above you be dethroned by fire. In the name of Jesus, open your mouth, open your mouth. Anything and everything that we have exalted above you in our hearts and in our lives, Father, let them be dethroned. In the name of Jesus, Holy Ghost, take your place. God, take your place. Take your place in our lives. Take your place in our family. Take your place in our homes. In the name of Jesus, everything that we have exalted above you, Lord, dethrone them by fire. In the name of Jesus, come and take your place as the King of Kings, as the Lord of Lords, in every area of our lives. Holy Ghost, take your place in our homes. Take your place, O God. In the life of our children, take your place, O God. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. I want us to lift up our voice and say, My Father, let every satanic king ruling over the affairs of my life, let them be dethroned by fire. In the name of Jesus, open your mouth, open your mouth. Every satanic king ruling over the affairs of our children, ruling over the affairs of our family, ruling over the affairs of our marriages, ruling over the affairs of our life, of our career. Father, this morning, let that king be dethroned by fire. Satanic king, we command you to be dethroned by fire. In the name of Jesus, every satanic power, every satanic spirit that have enthroned themselves as king over our lives, Lord, dethrone them by fire. In the name of Jesus, let your fire consume them this morning. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. I want us to lift up our voice and say, Lord, let, let the grace, the grace to serve you, the grace to serve you more and more, let that grace come upon us. In the name of Jesus, open your mouth, open your mouth. Let's pray for the grace, the grace to serve the living God. Because when we serve him, that is to show that we, we, we believe in him as our God. When we serve him, that is to show that we have submitted our servant to him. I want us to pray for the grace to serve God. Lord, release that grace upon us. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. We are going to lift up our voice and say, Lord, empower me to do your will in every areas of my life. In the name of Jesus, open your mouth, open your mouth. Father, we pray that you will empower us to do what is right, to do your will in every areas of our lives. In the name of Jesus, open your mouth, open your mouth. Apostle, do your will, Apostle, do your will in every areas of our lives. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Father, we thank you. Lord, we give you praise. This morning, we pray that you will restore the leadership of Holy Spirit to our life. 
in the mighty name of Jesus. Holy Spirit, have your way. Come and take your place in our lives. Take your place in our family. In the mighty name of Jesus, let the kingdom of darkness be destroyed. In the name of Jesus, Lord, I pray that our generation will know you. The generation after them will know you. In the name of Jesus. And if there are kings that are not the kings of kings, if there are kings, satanic kings that have taken away our lives, Lord, dethrone them by fire. In the mighty name of Jesus, help us to know you. Help us to walk by faith. Help us to walk in the covenant of, of, of grace. In the name of Jesus. Father, we thank you. As we go in the journey of this week, let your power and your presence go with us and give us rest on every side. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. What I hear can be overwhelming. What I am up against can be so confusing. It lives war within me. You are looking at what you see. You will be overwhelmed. You will be confused. 